Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, welcome to our time of prayer and scripture together. Pro-Life Leader Frank Pavone here. Uh, today is our, our final uh, scripture session until after Thanksgiving. I'll be back on Sunday, the Feast of Christ the King. We'll still have our some of our evening broadcasting, but I'll be up with uh, family in New York for Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll be praying that you have a great Thanksgiving celebration too. But let's get into today's message and let's put ourselves in the presence of God. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, today we want to pray not only that we will be faithful to you individually, observing your commandments, repenting of our sins, loving one another, but that we will assist others to avoid sin and that first and foremost we will do our part to avoid being a scandal to them, to avoid being a stumbling block to anyone, to avoid making it harder by our bad or confusing example or words for someone else to follow you, to obey you, to love you. Enlighten our minds and hearts, Lord God, about this duty that we all have, to be a light rather than a stumbling block to others. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. This reading, I want to share with you two readings. And this first one is from the second book of Maccabees. This is one of the set of books called the Deuterocanonical books of the Bible. They're not in every denomination's Bible, but they are in the Catholic Bible. And this is about the time, just two centuries before Christ, when there was, an, where there was a movement uh, uh, there was a movement on the part of some kings and rulers to suppress Judaism and the practices of the Jews. And so this is a story of the faithfulness of Eleazar, one of the foremost scribes, in the face of this persecution. Let's, let's read. A reading from the second book of Maccabees. Eleazar, one of the foremost scribes, a man of advanced age and noble appearance, was being forced to open his mouth to eat pork. But preferring a glorious death to a life of defilement, he spat out the meat and went forward of his own accord to the instrument of torture, as people ought to do who have the courage to reject the food which it is unlawful to taste even for love of life. Those in charge of that unlawful ritual meal took the man aside privately because of their long acquaintance with him and urged him to bring meat of his own providing, such as he could legitimately eat, and to pretend to be eating some of the meat of the sacrifice prescribed by the king. In this way, he would escape the death penalty and be treated kindly because of their old friendship with him. But Eleazar made up his mind in a noble manner, worthy of his years, the dignity of his advanced age, the merited distinction of his gray hair, and of the admirable life he had lived from childhood. And so he declared that, above all, he would be loyal to the holy laws given by God. He told them to send him at once to the abode of the dead, explaining, At our age it would be unbecoming to make such a pretense. Many young people would think 
the 90-year-old Eleazar, had gone over to an alien religion. Should I thus pretend for the sake of a brief moment of life, they would be led astray by me, while I would bring shame and dishonor on my old age. Even if for the time being I avoid the punishment of men, I shall never, whether alive or dead, escape the hands of the Almighty. Therefore, by manfully giving up my life now, I will prove myself worthy of my old age, and I will leave to the young a noble example of how to die willingly and generously for the revered and holy laws. Eleazar spoke thus, and went immediately to the instrument of torture. Those who shortly before had been kindly disposed now became hostile toward him because what he had said seemed to them utter madness. When he was about to die under the blows, he groaned and said, The Lord in His holy knowledge knows full well that although I could have escaped death, I am not only enduring terrible pain in my body from this scourging, but also suffering it with joy in my soul because of my devotion to Him. This is how he died, leaving in his death a model of courage and an unforgettable example of virtue, not only for the young, but for the whole nation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, before we go to the gospel passage, let's bring out the lesson here. It's, 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 it's made very clear here, and I'm going to go to another passage um, uh, from St. Paul that illustrates the same teaching. It's made very clear here what's going on. It's not enough to avoid sin ourselves. It's not enough to be able to justify, technically, what we are doing in the sight of God. I mean, that's essential. we got to start with that. We have to avoid the path of sin ourselves, because as Eleazar said, that will get us in trouble both before and after we die. Notice what he was concerned about. The other people who see me, the other people who hear about what I did, especially the younger people. We need to train them in the ways of the Lord. We need to strengthen them with good example. We can't confuse them. This is what we call scandal, a scandal, a stumbling block. Jesus said if any of the little ones are scandaled, scandalized, it would be better if the person who did that were thrown into the water with a millstone around his neck. Remember, one of the most severe things that Jesus said. Those who make the little ones stumble, those who give a bad example that makes other people think it's okay to sin. This notion of scandal, we've lost an understanding of it in so many sectors of the church today. Listen how Paul says the same thing, and it similarly has to do with eating meat, interestingly. 1 Corinthians 10, starting with verse 23. All things are lawful. But not all, not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market, without raising any question on the ground of conscience. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If one of the unbelievers invites you to dinner, and you are disposed to go, Eat whatever is set before you without raising any question of conscience. But if someone says to you, this meat, 
has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it. For the sake of the one who informed you, and for the sake of conscience, I do not mean your conscience, but his. But his. The people who told Eleazar, listen, you don't have to eat unlawful meat. Eat lawful meat, but let, it, let the others think you're eating the unlawful meat that you're being commanded to eat. So, for the meat to be technically okay for him to eat would satisfy his conscience, but not the conscience of others who would be scandalized. Why is he disobeying the law? Why is he disobeying the law? And because he was sensitive about scandal, then it was a matter of his conscience too. Paul is saying exactly the same thing here. If somebody thinks you're eating meat sacrificed to idols and they've told you that and you do it anyway, they might not have the, they, they might not be at the point spiritually developed where they realize the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof. It doesn't matter if it was sacrificed to an idol. It's still okay for me to eat. That doesn't mean I believe in the idol. If they're not at that point, they're going to look at Paul eating the meat and they're going to say, he's violating the faith. And when somebody sees that bad example, it's, it's more of, a, of an excuse for them to violate the faith. Now, we deal in our present day with the problem of abortion and the church's response to it. Our response to it has to be strong and pure and clear and vigorous and unconfused and unconfusing. So many in the church, there are too many in the church, who will be like these advisors of Eleazar and they'll show them, you know, some kind of technical way to be okay. It's not enough to have technical way to be okay with what somebody is doing. And by technical way to be okay, I don't even say that, that it is okay, but we see these prominent Catholic personalities receiving communion even though they are promoting abortion. Not just tolerating it, pushing it. Promoting it, expanding it. Biden, Pelosi, and others. They'll tell you they're justified. And I'll tell you what, they have priests that are telling them they're justified. Doesn't matter. It's not the point. Scandal is the point. You've got bishops, you've got cardinals saying, oh, we're not going to deny them communion because after all, we're not going to punish them. It's not about punishing them. It's about protecting everybody else from the very thing that these two readings from Scripture is talking about. Scandal from others saying, oh, well, if the church is giving him, if leaders of the church are giving him the body of Christ, knowing full well, as we all know, that he's pushing abortion, well then, the scandal is the church must not be that serious or it must not be that certain that abortion is always wrong and then that can feed into that individual actually Supporting, at least in certain circumstances, abortion themselves. Scandal. Leading others to violate God's law. We have to avoid that at, at all costs, brothers and sisters. Even if it means refraining from doing something that we think is okay. Biden and Pelosi, they think it's okay. Now, they're mistaken about that. But they think it's okay. And the priests that told them that it's okay for them to receive of, of more responsibility here even than they do but they're failing to think beyond themselves. 
It's not enough that it's okay for you. What does it do to everybody else? Let's pray against scandal today. Let's pray for the purity of our witness individually and of the witness of the church. Father, we come to you today and thank grateful for the example of Eleazar who would not even eat lawful meat if it made others think he was eating unlawful meat and therefore violating the covenant. We thank you for the teaching of St. Paul. Same idea. Even if I'm eating meat lawfully, I don't want to scandalize the conscience of others. Lord, bring us a rediscovery of this teaching in the church today. Because even some bishops and cardinals seem to have forgotten it. They seem to be oblivious to it. Scandal. Lord God, free us from the scourge of scandal. And may all our actions upbuild others lead them to deeper generosity in following your law rather than to excuses for not following it. Save us, deliver us from evil, deliver us from scandal. Lord God, we lift up to you also all the prayer needs of everyone here watching and listening right now. We pray for our leaders, both in church and state. We pray for our fellow citizens, and for success in the upcoming elections of 2024. And we pray now in the words that Jesus taught us, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We pray to our Heavenly Mother, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks, friends, for joining me. Uh, we are, again, as I uh, mentioned, uh, going to take a little Thanksgiving break, but we'll be back on Sunday, the Feast of Christ the King, for our 10 a.m. Scripture broadcast. Let others know about it. Let's continue growing our online audience. Meanwhile, have a very blessed Thanksgiving. And look for our evening programs. Janet and I have a Thanksgiving special reflection to be aired uh, Thursday night at 9 o'clock after you have your Thanksgiving uh, visits and dinners and may want to tune in for some inspiration there. And uh, thanks for all that you do in support of our ministry. We'll talk to you soon. I'm Janet Morena, Executive Director of Priest for Life. And I'm Anthony Vassone of the Resource Department. And we're here to get you all excited about our Black Friday sale going on now. Yeah! You're really going to want to catch these great deals, right, Anthony? Absolutely. We have some major savings for you. First off, we have these two wonderful books. I just can't take it anymore. And why am I here anyway? Now, both of these books generally retail for $10 each. 
but for our Black Friday sale, you can get both of them for only $5. That's right, both! Oh my goodness, Anthony, both for $5! Great little stocking stuffers, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, and oh. these books are fantastic to just have out on your coffee table, and everyone loves to read these books. And so beautiful, beautiful pictures and illustrations inside. Go to ProLifeProducts.org and get this Black Friday special Guess what? While supplies last, as Absolutely. always. Absolutely. And of course, we have to get a message, right, about saving the unborn. And we've got great hoodies, don't we? This one is here. Pray to end abortion. Look at that hoodie. Beautiful, beautiful hoodie. Yes. And you have it in blue, right? Yes, and the blue one is zip-up style. And, and this and one, the is one is a pullover. And pullover. Pullover. And guess what? These hoodies were regularly, how much, Anthony? $40. $40. Black Friday reduced to? 30. $30. savings. $10 savings. And when you're snuggling by the fire, great thing to have this on to keep you warm or going outside for maybe a snowball fight. Go yes. to ProLifeProducts.org and get your ProLife hoodies today. These and look, are super toasty. Super toasty and pray to end abortion. We all should be doing that each and every day. Okay, next what up. What else do we have? <coughs> well, besides we need to be praying we have what to pray with these are six beautiful prayer books written of course by pro-life leader frank pavone and they come in this cute little gift bag this is a great gift now normally anthony what's the sale on this one normally they're 15 dollars each which is already a savings because the books are three dollars each by themselves and you but, get a big gift and bag. A gift bag but for our Black Friday special, you can get two gift bags for $25. Oh my goodness, two for $25. I know, what are we I doing, mean, giving this stuff away? Oh my goodness, and this is a great thing. You know what, you're going in to see Aunt Susie and stopping by her house and you know just visiting her for a cup of hot chocolate. Bring her this little prayer book bundle. It's a great thing to have. And you know what it's good for, too? Get a bunch of them. Put them up in your Christmas tree. Because don't you have this happening, Anthony? Someone comes to your house with a gift for you, and you didn't get a gift for them. And you're going, uh-oh, uh-uh-uh. Yes. But you got these little gift bundles under your tree, and you all can ready to go. go and grab one. And grab one. So and again, they're already wrapped. Already wrapped in the little gift bag. So get those now. And the titles are In the Company of His Saints, In the Palm of His Hand, In the Heart of His Mercy, In the Light of His Word, In the Power of His Spirit, and In the Brace of His Mother. Special two, two sets for just $25, ProLifeProducts.org. What else? But we're we not have? done yet. We're not done? Okay, nope. one more thing. Two what more else? Things? Water ah. bottles. Water bottles. Oh. Actually, I shouldn't call them water bottles. These are hot and cold beverage bottles. Oh, These can will I keep your. Too, please? Of course. These will keep your hot beverages hot and your cold beverages cold for a really long time. They're super insulated. And I really know they will because you know what? I actually filled it with ice and water, and here in Florida, oh my goodness, it lasted over 18 hours and my water was still cold. Same thing with coffee. This thing will. That's right. It'll still be warm the next day if you leave it on your desk and you forget about it. <laughs> That's right. And again, this is a great sale because these are how much? All right. These no. are normal. $15, $15 each. each. You can and get two. You can get them two for $25. While supplies last. Go to ProLifeProducts.org during our Black Friday sale. And guess what? This sale ends on December 2nd. You got a few extra days here now. So you've got to get going. You got to get these sales because while supplies last, right? Yep. Two for $25. Get one of each. Get two of a kind. They make great gifts. That's right? right. And we do have one more hoodie we forgot to mention over here. Social uh, yes. justice begins in the womb. Another one. Great message. Great thing. And t-shirts also. Pray to end abortion. To wear under 
those beautiful hoodies that we had. And the t-shirts are really a great deal, aren't they, Anthony? They're normally what? Normally $25 each. Oh, wow. And they're reduced to just 20 Yes. Great deal. Yeah. They have the large print on the back, small print on the front. It matches the same style uh, with the hoodies, so you could wear them That's as, right. a, as a pair. That's right. As a set. As a set. Okay. And the social justice hoodie, super big deal. That is ordinarily $30, and now it's only $20. I don't know where that's you can get any hoodie for $20 these days. That's right, that's great deal. great quality hoodie. So these deals are waiting for you at ProLifeProducts.org, Black Friday deals. And you know what, if you're Black Friday shopping, why not bring a message for the unborn? And don't forget these cute little coffee table books, they'll make you laugh, and the prayer book, prayer book gift sale. Again, ProLifeProducts.org. We hope you have a holly jolly Christmas and have great fun shopping on Black Friday till now through December 2nd, while supplies last. Thanks. Merry Christmas. God, Merry Christmas God and God bless. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.